Welcome to Gutter Trash Episode 308, Inherent Vice. My name is Eric. And I am Jason. Hello. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm alright, how are you? <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> good to hear. Pretty good. We're having bad hair days. <laughs> I'm not having so much of a bad hair day as it is I've just decided that uh, I'm not going to bother... <laughs> Making any sort of attempt to have a good hair day. Uh, ever? Well, or just today? Today. today. It's, it's a Sunday. It's Sunday. It's yeah. the Lord's Day. The Lord had bad hair. Exactly. The Lord doesn't give a shit about your hair. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, I think that was in the Bible. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> You're actually having a fairly good hair day, it looks like. To me. You, you like my hair? I do. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I just recently had it trimmed. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's getting shaggy. There. Kind of like um, Mr. Phoenix. Yes. That was a shaggy hair. That was indeed a shaggy hair. I have I don't know that I've ever seen him with that hair other than his like weird DJ phase. When, when he went through his, <laughs> his hip-hop career, yeah. the fake hip-hop career. Right. What, uh, what was the name of that movie? Oh, it was called, shoot, what was it called? Um, I'm still here. Uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. <clears throat> I've held it in my hands, and I actually watched the episode of Letterman that he was on the right. night it aired. And yeah. I was like, "What the hell? He's going to be a DJ," <laughs> and just didn't hear anything else about it for a while. Yeah, I kind of want to see that movie. I I'm fine. Never seen that movie, <laughs> just because you know. I mean, I like weird sort of. I like comedies that are kind of still based in reality, and especially when like. Some of the people involved don't know they're in a comedy. Right. I like that, actually. Like Bad Grandpa. See, I hated Bad Grandpa. Really? Yeah. See, I love, I love that kind of thing. It's a guilty pleasure, I guess. I do like Borat. That was a, a, a funny movie. I've never seen any of that fellow's movies, and I probably should give them a chance. I just... I, I would at least highly recommend The Dictator. The Dictator? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a scripted movie, but, but it is, it is quite hilarious. Uh-huh. And National Treasure, uh, Jason Manzukis is a star of that movie. Jason Manzukis. Yes. Who's that? Uh, he is, uh, an actor and comedian who, uh, is also a podcast host. Oh, I don't uh, like those people, especially if they're named Jason. It's true. Uh, but, but this one is, uh, one third of the, uh, How Did This Get Made podcast. Oh, okay. That's actually good. Yes. And, uh, he's, he's a character, recurring character on a show called The League. Uh, oh, he plays yeah. Rafi. And, huh. uh, he has appeared on, uh, numerous other shows and in guest spots and is always delightful. Always. Because oh. he is a goddamn national treasure. Okay. And not on Twitter. That <laughs> he used to be on Twitter. Nope. So he's a lot like me. Uh, sort of. His name's Jason. Yeah. National Treasure, not uh, on Twitter. Right. Uh, podcast host. Yeah. Uh, appears in things and makes them really funny. Sure. Yeah. And, and uh, also very dark brown with a thick bushy beard. That's that's me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, if we were both in the room, you probably wouldn't know which was which. What people don't know is that uh, your full name is Jason Youngzukas. Yeah, it's true. I just, when my family immigrated, I, we shortened it to young. Yep. Just to, uh, <laughs> avoid being hassled by the neighborhood kids. <laughs> um, Inherent Vice? Inherent Vice. It's a movie we just watched. I, I had forgotten that this movie existed. Like, I remember seeing trailers for it and going, oh wow, another Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Sure. I gotta see that. And right. then, and then, 
a couple years went by or whatever. Yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since I saw the trailer, though, right. I don't know. Yeah, probably about a year. And and I totally forgot about it yeah. until until yeah. you picked it last week. I believe it's a 2014 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was on the nearly new shelf on the uh, at mm-hmm. uh, the video store. So well, I could walk in right now and set Casablanca on the nearly new shelf if I wanted. Sure, but not every copy of Casablanca. <laughs> oh, okay, they were all on there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've got me again, Sean Bourne. Uh, yeah, so it's PTA's new movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people talked about this one. No. Like, like, not that I know of. I mean, I, I don't usually, talk to a lot of people, though. Well, it's true, but, but, I mean, I, I keep my ear to the ground. I, I, oh, yeah, I'm you're, on, on you're the in lookout. Yeah. You know, uh, but, uh, yeah, did. This movie kind of came out, and I heard maybe one or two people talk about it, you know. And I wonder why that is. Yeah, it just kind of just fell to the wayside. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I, I think I might have a clue as to why that is. Because uh, <laughs> it's weird? Because it's very weird. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I don't think I understand a single fucking second of what I watched. <laughs> But I also have to tell you, I fucking yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> well, okay. I think every time I watch a movie that has a lot of, a lot of like noir and a lot of like case solving and a lot yeah, of like yeah. a lot of a lot of names and a lot of like you know who's on this side and that side, it always takes me like three watches to get it down. Like, sure. Like like even like, okay, the Coen Brothers. Some of my favorite filmmakers, possibly my favorite filmmakers ever. Right. I probably had to watch Miller's Crossing four times before I felt like I got it all. Like, okay. like I feel like I got it all now. Right, right. But like the first couple times I was like, oh, this is great, but I, I don't understand like who's playing who on this part and like who are they talking about? Is that, that guy? Like maybe it's, you know, just a problem of mine, but, um, yeah, I feel the same way. Like there's a lot of this where I'm like, <laughs> Okay, who, okay, who was that again? Like, they'll, right. they'll drop a name and you're like, okay, they mentioned that earlier, but there's so many names. And, oh, yeah. But. I think that's, uh, an inherent problem with, well, uh, mysteries. Wow. Yeah. And, and, uh, noir type, type stories. Cause yeah. this is essentially a noir. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a very sunny, <clears throat> or like, it's a very Californian, uh, yeah. noir. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, you brought up the Coen Brothers, which, which is funny because I did want to bring up that, uh, I think this is maybe one of two movies that can fall into the category of stoner noir. Yeah. The other Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. And but, my, uh, my unproduced, uh, <laughs> screenplay for my life story. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that'll be released posthumously. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, like all of my better work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally got that vibe, especially when he's, like, Joaquin Phoenix's character's uh, Sorb... What's his name? Sorbella? <laughs> his name is Larry Doc Sportella. Sportella, yeah. He's uh, Doc. We'll call him Doc, right? Yeah. Doc. Okay. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? He's uh, like Eric Shunnaway, right? So what? what? Who, who's the uh, the comic artist that goes by Doc? Eric. Oh, uh, Evan Shaner. Evan Shaner, that's who. Yeah. Uh, I almost I mixed his name with yours. Is what I did. 
<laughs> but yeah, so he's he's doing a lot of like kind of bumbly, stoner detective work yeah. in this movie, and I I think he proved to me Joaquin Phoenix can be really funny. Oh yeah, in this movie, like this movie is surprisingly funny. It's, it's at times goddamn hilarious. It's I, it's probably the funniest movie Paul Anderson's done since There Will Be Blood. I mean, I busted a gut when, you know, he the milk killed, scene. Yeah, well, yeah, that, and then when he, uh, yeah, yeah, when he kills the guy in the bowling alley. Right? Right. Yeah. And, I mean, fucking Paul F. Tompkins is in that movie. Yeah, he's a, He's one right. of the funniest comedians alive. Right. You don't hire one of the funniest comedians alive. Unless you're making a comedy gold mine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would love to see someone recut the trailer to There Will Be Blood <laughs> with, like, with some, like, you know, I don't know, Cap Calloway music. And, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Smash Mouth All-Star plays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> that always helps a movie. <laughs> Smash Mouth's in there. Um, yeah, Inherent Vice was really fun. Yes, it was. It was a very funny movie. <laughs> it gets a little dark. It, yeah, yeah, like all good. Sure, movies. sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but, no, uh, not as dark as I thought it might get, though, at times. Yeah. Like, like, I just thought, like, some of the characters were, were just due for a very grim ending, and it didn't really happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's true. I, I remember when I did see the trailer there, I remember thinking, like, that looks odd for him. Like, I, I thought it looked like it had a quirkiness, like a fun right. vibe to it, but I didn't realize it was going to be as as like comical i thought it was like more fun right but but it's actually like we laughed out loud several times oh yeah uh (laughs) like when he just like he because he interviews a lot of people doc and he takes notes and just some of the close-ups on his notes are so (laughs) so priceless like there's no words said aloud it's just what he writes in the (laughs) notebook is great uh Without, without spoiling right uh, basically, it, I felt like, no, that's how I would take yeah, notes. Right. I would just take the most inconsequential <laughs> thing that was told to me and like, write that down. Yeah, and then, like, the kind of notes that when you read it later, you don't, what don't help you at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Josh Brolin as Detective Bigfoot? Yeah. Wow. He is great. He, he's incredible. In yeah. This. Like, he, he has some... Some just wordless scenes that are priceless. <laughs> like he acts, like he. he I mean, uh, Josh Brolin is great anyway. Oh, like yeah. we knew that, you know, uh, just uh, from Goonies. Goonies, right? you know, uh, Gleaming the Cube. Is that <laughs> one of his movies? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen. That's, I know Christian Slater's in it. Uh, okay. I felt like he was in another uh, skateboard, skateboard movie. Yeah. He probably was. Uh,. Yeah, he's awesome. Though. Yeah, he, like, he is. Like No Country for Old Men. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Jonah Hex. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, he is fucking wonderful in this movie. Yeah. And and plays such a weird, complex character too. Oh yeah. Because like you, you're just never sure what <laughs> side he is, what what side he's on, who he's playing, what he's doing. Or just what angle he's about to shoot off in. Right, yeah, but but you're mesmerized every time he's on screen because he's just wonderful and weird. He, he kind of reminds me in this movie of, of 
awesome Nicolas Cage. You know how you kind of roll the dice sure, every sure. time you watch a Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> but sometimes you end up with awesome. Yeah. And and I, I felt like his character was like possibly even written for awesome Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and he came in and tried out and he was doing shitty Nicolas Cage. And they're like, oh, better get rolling. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he has that kind of odd, weird, amazing vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, but th- a lot of the characters also do as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe not as, as Nick Cagey as, mm. as, <laughs> but, but there, everybody is definitely playing up quirks. Uh, yeah. Even, uh, you know, uh, some, some glorified cameos by, like, let's say Martin Short. That was awesome. <laughs> he played it. Okay. Yeah. He, he was this dentist that looked exactly like, 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 early 70s bob dylan or and uh i guess and and like if you notice like when he sat down in front of his desk i forget his his last name is like blatnoid Blatnoid. yeah um the word dylan is in his last name if you if you rearrange the letters (laughs) and then there's like i don't know two or three extra letters right yeah but but i just like noticed that on his desk i was like oh i wonder if that's like an homage maybe i don't know but he was awesome yeah in that movie I mean, I've always loved Martin Short ever since Ed Grimley when sure. I was a kid. But. I think my first exposure to him was probably in Three Amigos. Mine was either Three Amigos or Inner Space. Inner Space, ooh. Yeah, uh, that, I can't remember which one came first. but uh, Yeah, I mean, even if even if one's older than the other, I don't remember which shorter I yeah, saw them. Both, both awesome oh, yeah, movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Three Amigos is one of the best. Yeah, uh, yeah like... It d- definitely has a Coen Brothers vibe to it a little bit, not not as obvious as uh, like that other movie we watched a couple weeks ago, uh, the the French movie. Oh, the you're no you you're the only one, but you. nobody else but you. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, which you know was enjoyable, but you know, right? Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell it's like a yeah, but but I think with Paul Thomas Anderson, we we get a little bit more of a mastery of the craft where he can you know he's an amazing filmmaker. Yeah. He knows how to make things look awesome and set a tone and change yep. tones on a dime. Oh, yeah. And not make it seem like... Out of place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, this, this is... I mean, Magnolia had some quirky moments, I think, but but this is, I think, definitely his funniest movie. Yeah, you know, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, the story, okay, it's, it's like a weird noir movie where, like, someone is missing and, like... And then other things kind of... Yeah, there's like a real escape uh, scam happening, and like a conspiracy with the government, and things start to overlap, and yeah, know, like, like like all good mysteries, you sure. know, like things start to become a bigger picture, and it's there's a lot going on in this movie, yeah, but it's basically yeah a detective movie, right? Like a stoner comedy ish weirdo detective movie, yep, because because yeah, the Joaquin Phoenix character Doc. It is a private detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not, you know, like, because uh, I think a little bit of uh, Brick. Uh, this reminded me a little bit of Brick oh, as well. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> not, you know, as dark or as, as, as uh, dry as Brick, but, right. you know, uh, some elements. But, you know, that's obviously, you know, and, and even the Big Lebowski, you know, they're not actual detectives. They're just people who get caught up in, like, this right. big thing. Whereas here we actually have a detective here. Although people are constantly <coughs> surprised that he 
They're like, the, you're an actual detective? Right. Yeah. Like, you passed? They gave you a license? <laughs> well, it's because he's a, he's a hippie stoner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are probably surprised at all the stuff you accomplished, right? That's true. I haven't really accomplished that much, so they're not too surprised. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you've scrawled on paper and stapled it together? <laughs> Who would have thought you would be capable of that? <laughs> you hold down a full-time yeah. job? What? Well, it's like 35 hours, so... <laughs> It's full time. Yeah. Okay. Technically. Yeah. Anything over 32. Oh, okay. Here well, sometimes you. I get 40. Well, so, see, well, there you go. go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anytime, anything over 32 hours, you, you are eligible for benefits. Really? Uh huh. Wait. Eligible for what? <laughs> After the show, you might have to explain to me what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was it was really good. Yeah. There's a lot of awesome actors that just kind of appear in this movie. Like, oh yeah, like okay, well you you kind of explained this one away, but as soon as I saw Maya Rudolph was like the um, um His receptionist, so, yeah receptionist, yeah. I was like, I love Maya Rudolph, I really do, and uh and just to see her in there, I was like, what? Like, because I hardly ever see her in anything other than com, you know, straight sure, comedies. Straight comedies, right? So it was really cool to see her and like. I love Owen Wilson. There's something about him that just oh yeah, it brightens my day to see him. Like he just delivers an aura uh, of peace, I, peaceful comedy. I really like Owen Wilson, and and I feel like he has a bad reputation, and it's it's his own fault for being in some terrible fucking movies. He's made some poor choices, but when he's in great movies, yeah, you know, like I mean, well, with Wes Anderson. Yeah. You know, like when he was doing all those movies. They're all fantastic, oh. and he's fantastic in them. I even liked him uh, in mediocre movies. Oh, I like him in some yeah. mediocre movies, yeah, he's, too. I mean, he's always fun to like watch. The, the the Shanghai movies with Jackie Chan, uh, the, yeah. those were fun. The Big Bounce. It was, I never saw that one. It was just it was okay. It was yeah. a, I think it was an Elmore Leonard book, but yeah. the movie was just kind of okay. Yeah. But he was great in it. Yeah, um, he's fun. I, I I didn't know he was in this though, and I was like, when he showed up, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I think I knew, but but had just forgotten because I started looking through the cast list, and I was like, uh, oh, there's a lot of people in this, so you know, just kind of, you know, it was like Joaquin Phoenix. That's all I remember. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Roberts shows yeah. up for, for a small role, yeah. small but pivotal. Yeah, he's uh, great, and you know my my. I think about Eric Roberts uh, is, is that, you know, I mean, if you're the type of person that, that enjoys a Julia Roberts movie, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we probably would get along okay, but uh, if you light up when you see Eric Roberts in a movie, we're going to be very good friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a Julia Roberts kind of person. Uh, that's, that's why we get along okay. <laughs> yeah. And we're not friends. Right. We're business associates. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All that uh, money we make doing our drawing nights and podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the glue that holds this together. Yep. <laughs> who, else, who else was a good guest star? In this? Ooh, um, uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, the collector. Yeah. You know, I've, I think I'm on record as saying that I, I do not enjoy Benicio Del Toro. Right. But this may be like one of his best roles. He, I mean, he's kind of understated. I think that's why. But but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but he does have some quirky scenes. Like I I love the restaurant scene where 
they, at the towards the beginning of the film, he sits down with Doc and they uh, order some something, and the waitress says, "You're gonna want some some alcohol with this. You're gonna have to get fucked up for this meal." Because <laughs> they order all this like deep fried stuff. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, normally I just find him like just indecipherable and boring and and uh, or just way too over the top. Uh, even though I I did enjoy him in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, he's awesome. And yeah. and uh, he was all right as the collector in mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, but for the most part, like I just, not a fan really. Not a fan. I like him. But but I enjoyed him in this. But his role was also pretty small. Yeah, he. I mean he. He comes and goes throughout the film, but he's right. Not, he doesn't have a lot of screen time. No. Uh, man, who else? Uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know she was going to be in this. I had no idea. That, that was, was cool. Well. Reunited with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an ensemble. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then, yeah, there's, like, subplots with, like, Nazis and, uh, you know, the government, and it's just it's hippies. And, hippies, yeah. and then Charles Manson is right. repeatedly right. brought up. Right. Uh, it's, it's, uh... Dentistry. dentistry. The dark side of right, dentistry. Yeah. Uh, the one thing we did learn is, is, uh, we learned a couple things, uh, such as how to yell out more pancakes in I, uh, and Chinese. I, f- I forget how. I totally forget. My, yeah. I, I want to say, like... Waku um, yeah. Pankaku uh, or something like that. I, uh, yeah. I feel terrible for not remembering. Yeah, uh, but also I, I shouted out loud in the middle of the film. Right, but also a uh, gathering of uh, three or four more people is uh, considered a cult. <laughs> well, at least it was in those times. <laughs> yeah, it may still be. We don't know. Well, I think I think it was like people with it, they had to have shoulder length hair, shorter length hair or longer. Uh, so there was one of the criteria other than yeah. the. Gathering of four, but oh, I think one woman. Oh, that's what it was. That what it was? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah, there was a couple of other. Yeah, things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cop pulls him over, and he's noticeably nervous. He's a young cop, and yeah, yeah there's four of them in the car, and he's <laughs> he thinks it might be a Manson cult. Type yeah. Thing. It it's just yeah. It, I mean, it's got like all your, you know, noir tripes or whatever, but yeah. it's got all these like quirky, awesome scenes and characters that yeah, and it. It was kind of a long movie, but it didn't feel long. I like, never felt bored ever watching it. Yeah. And, and I haven't smoked weed in a long time. Did this make you want to smoke weed? It really made me want to. Like, <laughs> like, like, I can't think of the last time I wanted to smoke weed as much as when in the middle of this movie I was like, I need to watch this again and smoke weed. Right. And just let it all happen. Because and uh, on, your, on your papers, uh, that's zigzags. Yeah. Well, what are you going to write? Oh, yeah. To, he does. to put out into the world. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's weirder. I've never, I've never seen people do that. Yeah. He only does it once. Uh, I thought that might be a recurring thing, but, yeah. but uh, at least we only see it once. What did he write? Uh, he wrote for the uh, the safety of his ex girlfriend. Oh, because that's nice. Because that's uh, part of the plot is that uh, she has come to him with this case, and then she winds up disappearing, yeah. and uh, so it just makes matters uh, worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a hilarious scene too where. The uh, uh, detective Bigfoot calls Doc to tell him that they found the hotel she was staying in. Right, and just the the delivery of the information, it's it's so perfect in such a way that it just sounds like he's describing like a murder scene. Right, but she's actually just you know they just missed her and she's left the building. Right, yeah, yeah. But 
Like, he's not communicating that well, and Doc's right. not... But he's just saying, like, it was awful, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. We walked in, and we opened the door, and she's gone. She's gone. She's yeah. gone. And he was, like, basically crying, you know, like, right, she's yeah. gone. He's like, yeah, we don't don't know where she went. And he's like, what? <laughs> it was It was so good. And hopefully, I mean, that's not really a spoiler. Not like, really. It's no, just a yeah. dumb joke that's in the movie. Right, but yeah, yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't honestly tell you. Oh, I, if we literally just watched this movie and I don't think I could describe the plot <laughs> any better than what we have. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a menagerie. Yeah. The plot is. But it is so damn enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, like, I, I guess I did not expect it to be, I knew it was gonna be kind of funny, but I did not expect it to be this much of a comedy. Yeah. And, and man, that was something I was in the mood for, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing about picking a movie far in advance, like, like, you, you didn't know probably when you picked this that you were gonna be in the mood for a comedy, and it right. just worked itself out. So, it was based on a book by somebody, Pynchon? Thomas Pynchon. I've I've never heard of him. Really? Yeah. What does he do other than write this movie? Uh, most famously, well, uh, he didn't write this movie. Well, well you wrote the book right. based on this movie. Uh, most famously, he is incredibly reclusive. Uh, his his most famous book uh, was called Gravity's Rainbow. Okay. Uh, written back in the sixties. Uh, he's only written like maybe five, six books total. Hmm. Uh, but but yeah, he is he is mostly like he he wrote the book. Gravity's Rainbow it became like a big success, and he basically hid from the public forever. Wow! Like he's I don't think ever really given any interviews, and he's never had his picture taken. Hmm. Uh, he, he has just uh, lived a, a very quiet life. Although he has had a guest spot on The Simpsons once. Oh, wow! Where okay. his character showed up, and he had a paper bag over his head. <laughs> But he also had a giant neon sign pointing at him that said, "This is Thomas Pynchon." <laughs> you gotta love The Simpsons. Yeah, most mostly. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't familiar with him. Yeah, I don't remember where I'd heard of Thomas Pynchon before, but I'm gonna take a wild stab and say probably on Night Court. Oh, really? Yep. Like he was on there? No, no. He wrote a couple of. They just talked oh. about him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talked about uh, Gravity's Rainbow. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Which I then eventually found out was actually a real book written by a real person. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, kind of watching this made me think maybe I should track down at least this book and see, see I, if it's any good. And- I don't, I've never really read uh, noir-style stuff. I, like, my brother, one of his favorite writers is Elmer Leonard. Sure. He's read... Literally everything the man's ever written, yeah. and and he's tried to get me into him, and I, I tried to read one of them years ago, and I was just like, ah, I just I don't know for some reason, I just couldn't get into it. I feel like that's something I, I like to watch more than I like to read. I don't know. There's some hey, things I like to read more. I think you you've stated that in the past, like with mm-hmm. uh, like certain comics that we've read, like uh, yeah. Criminal or any or anything Ed Brubaker ever wrote, right? right yeah. Uh, but, uh, like, I mean, no more Leonard. I have read, like, a couple of his books, and I've, I've really, really enjoyed them. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, the, the book that uh, Jackie Brown was based off was, was excellent. And, uh, yeah, read a couple of others. Mm-hmm. Of his, and, of course, uh, yeah, there's Justified. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy reading noir. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. Sometime. Yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I mean, maybe it would help clear things up a little bit because you could like kind of skim back over a paragraph, right, 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 get a name yeah, again yeah, or whatever. But there's a lot of names in this movie. There are so many names, so many people that show up, and mm-hmm. like even just for one scene. And you and you and this is the kind of movie too where you know when when random people show up and they have small scenes and their name is given. You're trying to remember that name because right. you're like, oh, well, maybe this will be something I need to remember later and figure right, something right. out, you know, to make a leap or whatever. And there's just so many of them that, like, you know, you, know, you don't really know which ones to remember, right. uh, which ones to let slide. So, yeah, yeah good movie. Very good movie. Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. Yeah. yeah. Don't overlook this one, kids. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. You feel like taking a break, maybe? Sure. Because I don't, I don't know how much we can, more we can talk about without spoiling yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, not that we, I think we could explain what was <laughs> no. spoiled, but... No. Yeah. We just don't want to accidentally spoil right, it. Right, right. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. All right. Let's go stretch our legs. Okay. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Back to gutter trash. Hello. We're here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Where, where else would we be? <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Pretty well. Yeah. I, uh, there was one thing I did kind of want to mention. Uh, oh, about the film? Uh, not so much about the film, but but the thing that I learned uh, oh, yeah. after the film. That was interesting. Uh, so so we're you know, movies over, and then the credits are rolling, and, and I like to read credits sometimes. So you I, see who's I do in the too. Movie, I, I like credits. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the title cards that comes up says uh, a "film by uh, Gulardi Film Production Studio" or whatever. And that clicked something in my brain, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the listener might be aware that, that we have a very uh, tangential uh, connection to the, the horror host community Yeah, uh, via, via our pal Matt Brassfield, who is in... in- <clears throat> Completely, he is immersed. immersed. Yeah, yeah. Entrance is a good one in the horror host community. Uh, and so, uh, you know, but but we know some stuff, and then I've watched some documentaries, <laughs> and uh, the, there's one I believe called uh, uh, American Scary, which uh, okay. is all about you know different horror hosts in Ohio, our, our home state. Uh, Seems to have had quite its share of of famous horror hosts. Yeah, uh, we're good well, at something. Yeah, and and one of the bigger ones is a uh, horror host from Cleveland in the '60s by the name of Goulardi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so so I saw that listed, uh, you know, on the the credits of this movie, and uh, it just like, well, there's that horror host from Cleveland. So you know, I wonder what the connection is here. You know, or like, is it just somebody who was a fan of Goulardi right. and, like, decided to name their production company after that? You know, something, you know. Right. That somebody, somebody from Cleveland. Right, right. maybe, yeah. So, uh, I looked it up and discovered that, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, the director of the very movie that we just watched, is the son of Goulardi. It's pretty crazy. The actual son, because I think there was actually a character called the son of Goulardi. Uh, right, like, uh, like as horror movies right, yeah. are entitled yeah. to, like, son of Dracula, that sort right, of thing. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but the, the actual biological son of Goulardi is Paul Thomas Anderson. That's pretty cool. So he named his film production company after his dad. That's pretty awesome. That is super awesome. Yeah. And that also explains, because I've read rumors on and off over the years that uh, at some point Paul Thomas Anderson intends fully to make a horror movie oh wow really yeah wow uh like like every every time he comes out with a new movie there's like always something about uh ah, maybe doing a horror movie next yeah yeah he well, hasn't that, done it yet that would be awesome oh yeah it would <laughs> i mean it could be awesome. could be yeah. it's true yeah wow yeah wow. i'm just imagining that like just just like the pacing that he has right I could totally see that being a, a great weird horror movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's weird because you never, very rarely do you have like you know people who have become like, critical darlings like he has, you know, branch off and do a horror movie. Usually right. it's you know oh, I'm just some nobody trying to break in the industry. So here's a horror movie I did. Right and now I only ever do horror movies. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, that is, that is uh, weird. 
and even very rarely do you see someone you know it's like hey i started out in horror movies and i made it big and now i'm branching off to do all this other stuff <laughs> it's usually yeah i'm still doing horror movies that reminds me did you did you pick up the horror reference in the movie we watched tonight uh at the dentist office no they they made a reference to it was i can't remember if it was like a doctor's name or a street address but they but there was something called Voorhees kruger oh i did not yeah no they like just threw that line out there and i was like what huh. but i think it, i think it was like a doctor or something okay but it's like oh that's kind of neat oh huh usually i i do catch shit like that and it makes me angry yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so it was it was done like kind of quick and it wasn't like a, a slow pull on a, right, on right. a like street sign or anything <laughs> uh well that's cool that it, so yeah maybe his horror movie would somehow be connected to the horror host community that'd be kind of cool that would be pretty cool yeah. like if it was about right or something uh, yeah that's awesome yeah the things you learn seriously it's like uh it's almost as as uh mind-blowing is when i learned that uh humpty hump was the same guy as shock <laughs> g from digital right. underground yeah that kind of blew your mind as well yeah. it's it'd be like finding out that chuck d and flavor flavor were the same guy <laughs> like 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 the camera pans down and you see like uh, Chuck D's hand going up like <laughs> the bottom of the puppet that is Chuck D. Flavor, 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 yeah. <laughs> or, or more ironic, the other way around, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> because usually it's you know the dummy, right? You know, not that I'm calling Flavor Flavor dummy, <sighs> but if there was a ventriloquist and a dummy in that situation, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say this: uh, one of those guys is. Probably one of the, the smartest people to ever uh, grab a mic in the hip-hop community. And the other one has had multiple reality television shows. And is named Flavor Flav. <laughs> but we're not going to name any names. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Chuck D's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, looking forward to Thanksgiving? Uh, I guess. Not really. No, yeah. no, no, I am uh, not. Oh, yeah. wow. You changed your mind yep. pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, 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 <laughs> looking forward to Black Friday? Slightly in a way. Slightly, in a way. More so. slightly more so. I, I don't plan on doing any shopping or really being out in a, in a crowd anywhere. Mm-hmm. But you might be part of the... Uh, um, commercial society that we live in the consumer well, sure, consumer sure. world that day i mean yeah, i mean it's it's hard to completely cut yourself off right. if, if you try to remain a part of society yeah. are we trying to remain a part of society i thought we talked about expelling ourselves uh, it'd be nice wouldn't it yeah yeah i mean i'm a i'm a city guy you know, like deep in my soul mm-hmm. like like but but my my anxiety and my my introversion and my general dislike of people in general uh, have have you know often led me to think you know man it would be great if I could just get like a cabin out in the woods like on a river or something. Oh, that would be great. That would be you great. Know, may, maybe close enough to a town that that it's not entirely inconvenienced, but but you know far away enough that that you know I can live peacefully and, yeah. and solitarily. Like Frankenstein's monster. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> with with. With a moderately speeded internet connection. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> sort of a, the modern-day Frankenstein's monster. Yes. 
We don't want Frankenstein's monster with DSL. He's going to no, no, freak out. got to have cable. Yeah. yeah. got to have broadband. Yeah. <laughs> Firefox bad. Oh, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, you, you made a reference. Yeah, I did. To technology and classic horror. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what about you? You looking forward to the, the Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably just gonna have some food, yeah. and then go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's goddamn perfect. Yeah, maybe do some reading or drawing. Sure. Uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Can I come to your thing? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Probably couldn't be any less awkward than the one I'm going to. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably just gonna be my mother and I and some animals. So. I like all of those yeah. things. Right. I yeah. like your mom. I like you. I like your animals. Yeah. See. Yeah. Good, good times. Indeed. We're, we're having spaghetti, by the way. Just like the pilgrims did. You know, turkey's fine and everything, but uh, I do prefer Italian over <laughs> right? any kind of Thanksgiving meal. It's sounding pretty great, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, may, I may ditch my own family and just hang yeah, out with you guys. Sure. Yeah. You're invited. All right. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll bring over the PS3 and we can all binge watch Jessica Jones all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch Jessica Jones. <laughs> um, I heard there's some pretty good guest stars in that. Yeah. So I'd like to check that out. I know uh, Luke Cage is uh, featured in it a little bit. He's kind of, kind of one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? The other day I was going through uh, some old artwork, and I found that I'd forgotten you and I did a another jam piece years ago Yeah. of, of Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, I did Power Man, you did Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, weren't we supposed to give that to somebody? I think we gave it to Kurt. Okay. I think he won a gutter trash contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I saw a digital version. he was, I, oh, the, I saw a digital, digital version. version. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to say uh, Kurt was probably also the only the, applicant. The only applicant, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think when people realized that Kurt was going to be involved, they just kind of stepped back. Sure. He's like, an intimidating dude yeah, at times, right? right? <laughs> His beard's a little pointy. It is. I'm scared. It is very pointy. It's an admirable beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's like the devil's kind of beard. It is. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, nicer than the devil. I try to mold mine a little bit. Oh, in yeah. His, uh, it's got a little bit of the yeah. pointy. Yeah. yeah. Mine, not so much. No. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then Black Friday, we're, I mean, like, by the time this comes up, it probably will be be past, yeah. But we, uh, we're doing a thing at the store, big sale, and, uh, and and you're, you're gonna be there. I will. In some capacity. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what capacity. Yeah. For, for the listener to go back in time (laughs) and take advantage. If you get one chance to go back in time to do anything, it should be to go to Mavericks on Black Friday. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I'll be there, uh, sketching and, and, uh, selling artwork and, I'll have Prince and, and some comics. Prince is going to be there? I will have Prince there. Oh, my God. Yep. Is yep. he is he going to do, like, an acoustic set? He might do a very small, you know, intimate set. He's uh, known for, like, that sort of... Yeah, just pop-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Wow. I, I think he's actually done that here in Dayton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did play at a bar in, like, Beaver Creek. Or yep, something. yep. Uh, but, yeah, he'll be there and playing his hits. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Some some raspberry beret. Oh, I love raspberry beret. Yeah, it's the kind of buy at a secondhand store. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, that's cool. It'll be fun. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Yeah. So hopefully we all did really well that day. I hope so. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to my parents' house, and I believe my brother and his family will be there, and so that will be just uh, an awkward and, and terrible time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Let's hope for the best. Uh, but but at least there will be good food. Yeah. Not spaghetti, though. Not spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, save some. I bet I could probably convince my mom to cook spaghetti. She'd be right. like, oh, save me a, you know, shitload of time. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my mom looks forward to cooking Thanksgiving dinner. So. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Your mom's pretty awesome. She is at times. I wonder if she would like inherent vice. Oh, she, uh, she likes kind of. Kind of I, different movies for a mom. I imagine that she probably rented this when it originally came out. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine that both she and my dad, I bet my mom probably enjoyed it, but doesn't know why she enjoyed it. Right. And I bet my dad just complained about it for days. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But at least he would not have called this a cartoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he calls lots of films cartoons. Yeah. Like superhero movies. Mostly like superhero or action movies. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh if this one had any CGI, it was it was uh unnoticeable. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah if there was it was subtle. Yeah. Because I didn't catch any. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, you uh read anything recently? I read the new issue of Jughead and the new Star Wars this week. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah they're so, both pretty good. Still liking the Star Wars book? Uh, you know, it's okay. Like, I only I only read the last two issues, and I just picked it up because Dengar was on the cover. And, right. And number 11, and he's, like, one of my favorite Star Wars characters since I was a child. And I really enjoyed number 11, and I read number 12, and I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I'm like, it was fine, but... Right. No but Dengar. He was in it, but, like, it was, like, kind of, like... You know, like reading Hulk 182, he's like oh, heading okay. out. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like, yeah, he was just kind of barely in it. And I was like, eh, I probably won't read the next one, but right, right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But Jughead is yeah. a really good book. Really? I really like Jughead. It's uh, written by Chip Zdarsky. And Chip Zdarsky. And who's drawing it? Um, I forget her name, the Squirrel Girl artist. Uh, uh Erica Henderson? That's it. Henderson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. And it's weird though because there's each issue has a backup feature that's a reprint of like a fifties jughead story. Right. And I read the first one and it's just like I mean, you know, I'm not into it. Right. Yeah. Um I like fifties stuff, but sure. possibly not jughead comics from the fifties. Right. And so I just skipped the one in this issue, but may have been great though. It could have been like because Chip Zdarsky always has a little like a one page thing where he kind of talks to the reader oh, and yeah. he describe and he's like basically like um introing the the jughead reprint thing and like he kind of talks about it and it sounded funny but i was like eh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think i'll read it that and did i mention last week that i was reading that george orwell book i think i mentioned that didn't I? uh i don't think you did it on the show but you, you talked to me personally about it okay yeah, yeah I, I was reading that and it's called the road to wigan pier and, yeah. and it's i think i may have mentioned it's the most unwhimsical book I've ever read. Right. And a good majority of it I read on the most whimsical chair I've ever sat on in my life. It was basically like this... It was something from the movie Big, where it's just like <laughs> this weirdly shaped chair that constantly rotates in such a way that you're moving up and down while it rotates. Right. Like kind of like... It feels like you're about to fall off at any second. Like yeah. It's kind of like a top. Uh-huh. It's like... It sounds... Horrible and disorienting. <laughs> it kind of was. And I was just reading this George Orwell book, and I was like, 
this is the only time that this has ever happened. And I was pretty confident <laughs> and happy about that. Like, I, I've made history. No one has ever read that book in a whimsical chair. <laughs> so I felt pretty good. I bet there's at least one other person who has. I want to meet that person. <laughs> if you're out there, and yeah, I know you're listening. Right? Because everyone is. Yeah, yeah, right on. Right on then. How about you? Heard anything good? Uh, um, I read uh, a free comic that came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter. Right. Who? <laughs> somebody good drew that. Uh, Mandrake. Tom Mandrake yeah. and Jan Dersima. Dersima. Mm. I don't know. Uh, she did a lot of uh, Star Wars, Dark Horse Star Wars books, and mm. I think she had a short run on X Factor in the mm. mid nineties. Ah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tom Mandrake. I've always enjoyed him. Yeah. Inspector. Fan of the Spectre. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Dan Panosian did the cover. Yeah, he's he's good. Uh, and it's uh, written by uh, John Glazer, who is a comedian and actor who is going to be the star of the Adult Swim Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter television <laughs> show. Uh, so, what, you know, does he write the show as well? I would guess at yeah. least he created the show. Okay, you know? uh, it was entertaining right. also maybe the dumbest thing i've ever read and you've read some dumb stuff. i've read some really dumb shit uh and, and it was enjoyable enough like, uh, like i might check out the show when it comes out it's cool is it an animated feature uh no, oh, no okay. it is a live action uh-huh. that's the only comic you've read lately ah uh, i think so wow that's weird isn't it i God, yeah, have you I grown out of comics? Are you growing up? I kind of am, I think. <laughs> uh, I did watch some movies yeah. uh, today, other oh, than this one. Right. Uh, I watched uh, the original trilogy, my trilogy, uh, the Evil Dead trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that's your favorite trilogy? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's over Back to the Future, even? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I've seen it more times than Back to the Future, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today I watched uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and uh, Army of Darkness. Nice. All back to back. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's quite an endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> Just sat in a chair. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the guys that, that piloted the, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever this Sputnik was or whatever that we used to get to the. To Venus. <laughs> this guy's just sitting in a fucking chair. Neil Hambone and uh, Buzz Osborne from the Melvins. Um, so, yeah, don't sell yourself short. Fair enough, fair enough. Which, no, which version of Army of Darkness did you watch? The one that has, like, the alternate ending? I like, watched the theatrical version. That's the one I prefer. I kind of do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then... Because uh, I remember when I first got the movie, uh, you know, it was, you know, I listened to the commentary and then and I think there was even like an introduction to it and Bruce Campbell, you know, did it and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm always a big fan of, you know, whatever the director's original vision was and, you know, like I support that idea, but I think in this case the the theatrical version yeah. is a little bit better. I Well, here's my thing, like I like... I like the idea of like the alternate 
uh, version where basically he you know takes too many drinks and he ends up way in the future and right and it it's like the post apocalypse right? and, yeah, yeah. and you're like oh wow that's a cool like Twilight Zone ending but right. it doesn't really encapsulate the feel of those movies no. like the, the way that the theatrical version ends with that super fun crazy action and a great cheesy B movie dialogue right. I mean that that last scene basically wraps up the entire film and encapsulates the you know the feel of it right and and like that's the way you end that movie i think yeah pretty much and uh and i think yeah i even read that sam raimi has said that he kind of likes the other ending too like like he he likes both right i mean he shot them both right sure Yeah. yeah uh but there's actually a scene in the middle of the movie uh in the theatrical version that i prefer uh so much more is it with the little tiny ash stuff? Uh, sort of it's like you're around that time yeah uh, it's basically when evil ash uh like separates from from ash's body oh yeah and they have the fight out in the woods yeah and uh evil ash is doing like his like goody goody two shoes two shoes dance and uh ash shoots him in the face and in the director's cut uh you know, I think he like shoots him in the face and says, "I'm not that good" or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is kind of a shitty line. Yeah. Uh, in the theatrical version, it's so much better. Yep. Uh, he shoots him in the face and says, "Good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun." Yeah. That's and that's totally Ash. One thousand percent Ash. Yeah. yeah. Yep. At least that version of Ash. Because as I learned watching all three movies, uh, there are three different versions of Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause in the first movie, uh, it is pretty much, you know, straight horror. You know, there's obviously just a group of kids making a movie, you know, to see that they could make a movie, you know. And, yeah. You know, pushing the, the horror aspect of it as, as far as they could possibly go on, on what little budget right. they had. Like the no budget. That right. Yeah. Had. Yeah. And and it's a fine movie, and and Ash is you know he's not the Ash that we know and love. But. He doesn't he doesn't have the the personality yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it it comes through a little bit, and he obviously is is the the lone survivor there at the, at the end, uh, and and is the hero. But he's not a great hero. Uh, but then Evil Dead Two comes around, and it's you know much more of a comedy than it is a horror movie. Yeah. Well. It's equal parts. It's got a lot of good splatter. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was 50-50 comedy and horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ash is, is, we start to see the development of the Ash that I think everybody is yeah. more familiar with. Uh, he is a lot more heroic and he is, is more of a go-getter, but he's still. He's got a lot more B-movie lines too. He, he does, uh, but, but he's also, not really a snarky asshole. He's just, you know, surviving. Yeah. yeah. And he, then, he's kind of an asshole in Army of Darkness. In Army of Darkness, he is a super asshole. Yeah. And, uh. Like he, like he, that lady gives him a blanket and he's like, ah, I could use a horse blanket or, right, or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yep. Something like that. Uh, and, uh, and then like with the video games, you know, that all sort of, you know, enhanced all of that. And now with the, the new television program, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Uh, it is full on. Like, that's the Army of Darkness, yeah, Ash. I see. I really want to see that. I have not seen any of that. It is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I will, I will say this when I watched the first episode. Like, my honest reaction to it is that I, at the same time, equal levels, loved it and was disappointed. Yeah. And I can't explain why. <laughs> 
Like, it didn't really take it anywhere new, maybe? or It could be that. It's possible. Mm. Or it was just a lot of, yeah, retread of, uh, right. you know. And, and I get, you know, it's 25 years, you know, whatever, since... Army oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, because I was just in high school. That was, like, two years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. That was 25 years ago? Just about. Oh, my God. Came out in 92, so 23 years ago. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> um, I'll have to watch that show, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, like I said, maybe, you know, because it has been 23 years since there's been a wide, you know, scale... You know, representation of Ash on on a screen anywhere. Right. You know, they probably had to recap some, yeah, or not recap, but but you know, set them up again. Yeah, you know, so maybe that's why I felt that way. But how many episodes have there been? Uh, I think the fourth one just came out this week. Okay, so three or four. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun and it's gory and it definitely. But it's definitely like the Army of Darkness approach to it here. Do you know, it, like, what's Sam Raimi's involvement? Is he... he directed the first episode? Okay, uh, which I think was an hour long, and every other episode has been half an hour. Oh, okay, uh, and you know, obviously executive producer and, and uh, wrote the first episode. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and obviously Bruce Campbell is, is starring as Ash mm-hmm. again, and yeah, you know, that's cool. Also executive producer. Uh, I think the second episode, uh, which I liked a lot more than the first episode, uh, was written by a guy from the comedy group uh, Derek Comedy. Okay. Uh, who did the movie uh, Mystery Team? Uh, I don't know that one. I love that movie, mm-hmm. and so, and and when I saw his name, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that might explain why I like I really enjoyed this episode. Right. And, you know, no. Disrespect to Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan, but yeah. you know, at the same time, I, even with Bruce Campbell, like you know, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, I would I would like to continue to see them do other stuff, yeah, you know, right. rather than just keep going back to Evil Dead stuff. At, at least it's like obviously they've done a lot of stuff. So, oh, sure, so it's yeah. cool. It's cool that they're like kind of right. giving us a little, a little, yeah, yeah, a little more ash. I mean, a lot of people. You know, I'm certainly not saying, well, fuck Evil Dead, you know, because I'm watching it, obviously, right, right. but, you know, and, and I even saw the remake and loved it, you know. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. I was surprised at how much I liked it, because it, it, I was like, oh, it looks like they're sucking all the fun out of it. It's, it doesn't look as campy and fun. Right. But it was very well done. Oh, yeah. Like, like they basically just went back to the first movie and yeah. said, straight up horror. And it's and it's so cool. Like, there's oh, yeah. so much gore, but it's it's... It doesn't like make me feel bad like right, when I watch right, a gory movie. It's like a fun gory movie, right? Right. Even though it's not comedy, right? Right. It's, so. it's very dark. Yeah. Uh, a great job. They basically, they made a scary movie, yeah. and that's the ultimate purpose of yeah. a horror movie. And yeah. They did it. They did it right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, and I think it's kind of cool that you know at the same time that Asher's The Evil Dead is out. Uh, you know, there was an episode of the television show Fargo that Bruce Campbell played uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah. I've, I've watched the entire first season of Fargo, and it was better than I expected. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the second one. 
Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I not too much going on. Well, well, maybe I could provide a comic for you to read Ooh. since you haven't really read very many comics. Sure. Um, there's a comic I've been meaning to read for, I guess, a couple of years, maybe. Ooh. Um, but it's it's a graphic novel. Oh, you mean a comic book. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a funny page. Oh, that was something we didn't mention in uh in uh Inherent Vice. Oh, yeah. One of the first things I noticed was there was two uh, crazy cat strips glued to the refrigerator in Doc's apartment. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> He's a crazy cat fan. I can see that yeah. kind of yeah. But no, this isn't crazy cat that we're talking about. Um, it's a, a graphic memoir. By Liz Prince. Don't know who that is. Um, she has done a bunch of mini comics and she's like maybe her most biggest work is her current work. She's writing the comic, uh, version of the, the cartoon Clarence for, uh, like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's like a, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a, kind of a gross kid show, but. Okay. But, uh, no, but the, uh, the graphic novel is called Tomboy. Okay. And it's like her graphic memoir of her uh, life. Uh, so. Okay. I, you think you're down? I guess I am. Okay. Uh, cool. I don't really have any frame of reference to, okay. to know whether I would I, hate this or not. I feel like you may have seen her. St- I've, I've had a lot of her comics over the years. Hers, uh, like mini comics and whatnot. I know. I've seen the, this book that you're talking about okay. sitting on your desk uh, oh, okay. for a couple yeah. of weeks. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I had no idea you were going to be picking this because wow. I had no idea what it was because uh, I've never heard of it or her. Oh, well, I'm happy to be the one to en- enlighten or, right. or, or at least to share. Yeah, you know what? To expose. S- some of these things you pick, they, they work out okay. <laughs> every fifth every, or sixth every time. Every so often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tomboy. Tomboy. Liz Prince. Liz Prince. Yeah. I believe it's by Top Shelf. Can't remember for sure but okay. but check it out if you guys uh get a chance sure and read along with us indeed all right, all right. until well, next time uh, i hope everybody had a good thanksgiving yeah me too and uh we'll probably talk about ours or black friday in the possibly next episode. at least black friday right all right all right Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Gutter Trash.